guys, welcome back to Resroots here. I know it's been it's been about a month, maybe two months since we Mike uploaded. Mike and that last episode was actually Uncle and Neff. Yeah, and there we go. Right. Surprisingly, I have Neff here. Neff is here with me. Yeah, it's a hey, Mike. In a shit. Yeah, it's, uh, so just to give you guys a, a you know, I'm not going to go in full much detail, but there's been a lot going on with the school. Um, I, well, for me, I am not a student, so but I do get the, the chaos, the busyness, like, and then having off-campus job or having a job, uh, it can be really overwhelming, can be a lot to handle. So there's been a lot going on with, you know, just them being busy, and that's understandable as Hope Team and Res Roots, the podcast, is not a priority. It shouldn't be. It's just something that we, it's an opportunity and a privilege to be a part of. And I also have been encouraging them to focus them, focus their time on studying homework uh, other responsibilities they may have as res roots is just uh, like an opportunity to have and something to do on the side. And again, very broad and not going into full detail out of confidentiality, but I do ask you guys to pray for the students here at IBC as there's been a lot of obstacles, a lot of challenges along the way, but it's been actually encouraging to see the student body continue to unite and continue to come together and work together as uh, not as just a team, but more as a family together. So, yeah, and for me, just to give you an update on myself, I did, I don't even know if I ever announced it, I don't work at Little Caesars no more. <laughs> so praise God. God's, God's been good. Yeah. Uh, I don't work there no more. And got a new role here at IBC. Making pizza. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, so he make, makes pizza for IBC yeah, now. Making pizza here. So we got a pizza oven. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's been good. And that's honestly the new role that I have has been taking a lot more of my time. And which is why you really haven't seen me on the recent podcast or in a while at least. But it's been good. I do want to just just want to say, though, I encourage you guys to pray for the student body. It's very much needed and very much appreciated. But before we dive into all that stuff, of what we're going to talk about, I do want to ask Big Mike Neff mm. to just give us an update. How you been? Oh, fresh out. (laughs) Just got released this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Little post bail. Yeah, little shout out to my aunties and help me out. (laughs) Shout out to (laughs) (laughs) uncle. Shout out to uncle. (laughs) Bail me out this morning. (laughs) Now gave you a whole lecture on the way home. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) so made me walk home. (laughs) Now, um, man. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize that the last, you know, episode was me and Josh. And so, yeah, um, I think since then, um, wait, what? A, there's an episode I did with, uh, I believe it was Hannah and another student here named Amy. 
uh, talking about kickoff campout and what kind of that was like. So I guess since then, from coming back from kickoff campout, which was, when was that? What month? Uh, September. Yeah, September. since September. Um, yeah, since September up until now. Yeah, it's 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 kind of been in like, you know, roller coaster still. You know, there's highs and lows, you know, we're all, you know, if, what do you call it? Like here being in school, you know, I know if you guys are in school or even just, you know, I guess you could say one of the older siblings, you know, you understand like, nah, like the days you really can't plan them out. You know, things will happen. You know, things will not go the way that you want them to. I mean, just the, also the emotions that go with that, you know, like, and with winter coming, I, I do not like winter. I am like almost like, like a snake lizard, need a yeah, heat lamp. <laughs> yeah, your knees are hurting. Yeah, <laughs> but my knees hurt, back hurts. Yeah, so I do not like the winter. So I'm already freezing and stuff, and it takes me a while. I don't generate my own heat. Mm. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been I've been pretty good. Um, I would say a good seven and a half out of ten is mm. how I've been this past since September. Um, finishing up classes. Uh, I don't know. I think honestly, kind of like I wouldn't say excited, but more so like in that realm of sadness, excitement, I guess you could say, like kind of finishing up my last year at IBC. Uh, honestly, didn't think I was going to make it this far. Um, you did. You made it. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Walmart and their yeah. cheap chicken and rice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like carry me this far. And <laughs> I remember when you used to eat ramen. Every yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Man. I used to be sponsored by ramen, but they dropped me. Yeah. <laughs> So I picked up Walmart, so they've been sponsoring me. This <laughs> yeah. is how microwave ramen, too, isn't that stovetop? Yeah. <laughs> through the microwave. It's like, oh, my gosh, Yo. there's two type of people out there. Yeah, I didn't realize you could not microwave a couple noodles, but apparently you can't. Yeah. <laughs> You're not supposed to. It's literally on the cup. But, you know, I, I blew my mind when I found that. I was like, I'm, I still do it. Yeah, so, mine was like some video on Facebook was like, the company that makes ramen or whatever, they're like, they're finally making cups that can be microwaved. I'm like, what the heck? Because I like, we're not supposed to be microwave those. Yeah, I thought they already were. Uh, uh, yeah, that's cool. I'm like, yeah, just finishing up my last year, homework and all that, and, you know, chilling, I guess you could say. And coasting. Yeah, just coasting, waiting to get that degree. Yeah. So I can be free. <laughs> so I can finally be me. <laughs> this guy is rapping now. It's the poet. Yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah, because I remember asking you earlier. He's like, sound like your answer changed. <laughs> I was like, how do you feel about graduating? You're all meh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still meh. Still meh. <laughs> no, I get that, yeah, because it's kind of like going down memory lane or kind of just like reflecting like, oh, my mm-hmm. gosh, like, had a lot of good times here at IBC, mm-hmm. and then I bet your experience is more now because you know the culture's kind of changing a little bit. Mm-hmm. As I mean, just from the outside looking in, I was like, yeah, the culture changed a lot. So kids, man, yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm now one of the old folks. Yeah, so <laughs> so cool. I, I came in here all young, ripe old age of nineteen. <laughs> So now I'm now I'm up there. Yeah, he's the uncle of the dorm. <laughs> no, but hey, that's cool though, man. Excited for you. It's one more semester. Yeah, it's your last fall semester though. Mm. That's crazy. Yep. Last time I 
So last time I fall, so now it's all it is is get back up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's good hearing from you. And yeah, it's just it's been a pretty busy semester and spring semester is always the most most busiest semesters of them all too. So Christmas break is actually around the corner. And by the time you're hearing this, you're it's gonna be finals week as you're listening. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah. And then Michael had some things to talk about. So what were those things, Michael? Yeah. So, um, so, no, I don't want to keep this all to myself, be about me, but I could. <laughs> but I guess I can share. I put a timer on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's one thing about IBC. It's making me less prideful. <laughs> it should have been it should have been a Michael podcast, but I guess, guess it's not. Mm, no. Rui Therese. Yeah. <laughs> it should have been Hopi Rez. <laughs> no, but... Um, now, what I wanted to talk about, uh, really just uh, uh, something to I can share, but also, you know, pick uh, uh, Big Will's brain. Um, basically, kind of talking about talents and, you know, passion for things, you know, whether it's, you know, ministry-related or maybe even just something, you know, like a little hobby, um, you know, talking about that and, you know, maybe, you know, I guess would love for you guys to, you know, reach out and like post and stuff like things on what you guys like to do and stuff like that what are your i guess creative outlets so uh first question is you know like what are some things that you have a passion for or you know like a, a talent that you know god has given you to be the greatest rapper i ever was i'm just kidding <laughs> <That's a joke. laughs> but, uh, i would say like one thing that's been kind of been up there is uh, my journaling. I've been journaling a lot more. And I don't know if it's a me thing, but I, I don't know if there's any other like people that journal and write a lot. I've been journaling my dreams a lot more. And it's kind of scary. You know, it's like those dreams, bro. Like, I know I have the dream where, like, you know, like, the big Clifford Red Dog just chilling with me. Like, I don't have those kind of <laughs> dreams or, you know, a well and a bear fighting or, you know, like, you know, those kind of weird dreams. Like, I don't have those kind of dreams. Like, I'd be having them deep, like, vivid, blunt. <laughs> so those are actually my daydreams. <laughs> yeah. I'd be having those kind of dreams. I'm like, bro, it's like, and then I wake up in the morning, I was like, dang, some deep stuff. And I'm really sitting there praying and just journaling it down and, I love journaling. I also, you know, majority of everybody knows too that listens as I do a lot of poetry and I've been trying to do music, but I just can't get it out. It's not flowing naturally. I've been feeling like it's being forced mm-hmm. when I do music and stuff. But yeah, it's something that I've been noticing that's been coming up more is just my journaling because, you know, Lord willing, you know, I have journals on different topics of my life or areas of my life. Like one journal is that, you know, the dream journal. I have my daily journal. I have a journal for grief. Your burn book? Yeah, it's yeah. my burn book, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I just updated it earlier. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, and then I just have like a journal. And my favorite one that I did recently was a, a journal on my identity because mm. I... There was a time where I really struggled with my identity, struggled with lies. I struggled with what people may think of me, 
when even though they're probably not thinking of me or anything, like thinking anything about me anyways, but still I'm like, I feel like this person's thinking I'm this way or that way. And I start, you know, having anxiety and fear. And then I start going through identity crisis. So I have a whole journal on that. But all that to say, though, my hope and goal, you know, whenever, you know, whenever I go on to the happy land, you know, whenever I go on, move on, I do want to pass those down to my son. Mm. You know, like the dish tracks. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. He's a, he could probably make. He could probably be a good rapper. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not probably, a rapper. Yeah, so probably couldn't just be me. Had to be my son. <laughs> but no, it's something that you know I just thought about because you never know. Like whatever I journal down or whatever I jotted down, or those are some some small steps that can really help my son, whatever he could be facing, like, or what if, like, my son goes to an identity crisis and then he comes across my identity journal and he's like, oh, wow. Mm. So, stuff like that. Son. Just out of curiosity, like, how much journals do you have so far? Oh, man. Let's see. Grief. I forgot to tell you, I have another one that's literally full detail of my story. Uh-huh. Like every little detail. like Biography? Yeah, like the good, <laughs> the bad, the ugly, like everything. And then the dream journal, the daily, and the identity. So I want to say five or six between there. So some of them are just from like when I was a student, I just note taking and stuff. Mm-hmm. Some of them are that, but... And then I used to have, it's at home, it's like a poetry notebook. It's like technology now, it's all on my phone. <laughs> it's like, I don't really write my, don't write my rhymes. Me. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so I type my rhymes. <laughs> but yeah, I would say five or six, yeah. Dang. Yeah, the only reason why I ask is like, I know this person and they have, I was asking about like the journals because, like me, I I don't I can't journal. I try. I I I've been trying. Like it's I should. Too manly. Yeah, <laughs> like I just like I'm not really good with like writing and stuff. Like how to like put those on paper and stuff like that. So, but like yeah, I was like I was talking to, um, yeah, this person, and then I was like, oh, like what kind of like how much journals do you got and then they busted out like their journals like they like they've had them since they're like 14 I think or yeah. something like that and like they've yeah have like s- a, quite a bit like seven six or something I'm like that's a lot yeah, I was like I have one and it only has one entry in it yeah. <laughs> just one day yeah it's like at 7.30 it burped it was yeah. loud <laughs> it's like scared me so I just woke up about to cook breakfast and that's all that's in there <laughs> no, that's good yeah, uh, that's what that's my other one I forgot to mention. A uh, prayer journal. Mm. That's actually my first one, first time ever doing that. Mm-hmm. So I've heard many people, other people that are doing one. I was like, I'm curious of how that will look. So I give it. A, so I give it a try. Mm. Yeah, but, see, yeah. can't do that for me. Uh, my creative outlet, I guess you could say, is uh, I, I enjoy. Uh, I enjoy drawing. Um, or various forms of art, uh, sketching, um, painting. I did quite a bit, um, but it's actually pretty expensive for really good quality paint. <laughs> so yeah, like sometimes like 
like the really good quality ones, like oh my goodness, like you're you're paying like close to maybe five six dollars per color, and like I mean they're really good if you know how to use them. But like when you're starting out, like especially in painting, like it's always good to just try buying the cheap stuff because you you know you're you don't want to waste like good quality paint as you learn to blend and you know mix colors and stuff like that. But rather you know start off like kind of I guess cheap, and then when you get get the skills going, start growing in that area, then you can start moving on to more expensive paint. So, like, there's, like, three different levels when you're buying, like, acrylic paint. You know, you have, like, the, you know, really cheap ones, like, level... I think they only have, like, three levels or three or four levels where, like, it's, like, really cheap to, like, really expensive, like, paint level four, which is, you know, people who are doing, like, you know, crazy, like, detailed paintings and stuff. And, um... But yeah, for me, uh, I I think I left off like around halfway to level two, about to get to level three, and I just quit. <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, but I do hope to get into it. You know, I had like a I had like a you know like an artist block. Like I just cannot think of anything. Like like it was like yeah, like I I had a hard time like painting, so I kind of just took a break and stopped. But I do hope to get into it. But yeah, sketching is another one. Uh, recently started buying a. Uh, recently, I didn't recently bought. I've had them for a while, but recently started using my um, markers that I got. They're like they're alcohol-based markers, so they're really good for I guess semi-professional drawing. So like I've been uh, I've been messing around with those, learning how to you know, draw and stuff like that with those, and how to blend and um, f- like different color schemes and stuff. So that's that's been really fun. Um, so yeah. I, you're, you're, I feel like you're leaving one thing out, Michael. What? You got the Christian comedy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if there's like I know there's like Christian comedians out there doing their stand-ups. Like you got to do one too, bro. That'd be crazy. Like I've heard that a lot. I was like, I don't think I could. Like it just seems hard. Like I, I thought about it. I, I legit thought about that. Like I legit. <laughs> Had a book and I was like, okay, let me just start writing some jokes down and let's let me let me see what this takes me. And I'm like, I was looking at it. I'm like, man, I was like, these jokes are horrible. I was like, like, just cringing at it. Yeah, I was like, I don't know who would ever say this. I was like, Christian cringe. Yeah, like I know there's Christian cringe jokes that could be out there, but yeah, I was like, who would ever say like. Like this word, <laughs> it's like how they relate to this. But I don't know. Like yeah, like I I've been told that quite a bit. Like humor is a good tool and stuff. But yeah, I really love art. Yeah, I I want to. My thing is you know just trying different things. You know sketching markers, color pencils. You know heck even crayons. Like I'll go that far. Crayons, yeah, yeah, crayons, OG. paint. Um, uh, I haven't done any charcoal work. Or work with charcoal or watercolor or oil oil pastels. Um, I haven't done any of those yet, but you know, there's something to do. Just get into it. Um, I bought some clay. I tried to do some clay work, but <laughs> it was horrible. It was the worst. Was <laughs> I tried making yeah, I tried making like a like a little teacup or something like that, and like I, I it just it looked gross. Like it, <laughs> it was like it wasn't even a teacup. An ashtray. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the meme where it's like we were a little because you know like I remember in middle school. 
we were in art class, uh-huh. we had to make a little tray. Yeah. And, so, and then that tray ended up becoming my dad's ashtray for <laughs> cigarettes. And I was like, hey, was like, you're welcome. This fool's on making ashtrays. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I bought some clay stuff and yeah, it just was not, not, that, not that good. Um, but yeah, um, that's kind of what I have. Uh, I guess follow-up question to that is uh, um, in terms of like finding out like that was something that I guess you you were good at and stuff and maybe even something you can use for ministry like 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 what was what I, like I guess what was that moment when, when you realized like oh like this you know this is something that like uh, it's not in a prideful sense but like you know like like a God gift or I guess you could say like like when did you discover this passion for for your art uh, I would say, well, part of part of it really comes from my background of my family. Mm-hmm. So, like for those that know my grandfather, he was really good with his words. Mm-hmm. He knew how to. He was good at public speaking, and same thing with my dad. You know, my dad is really good with public speaking, and it's funny because you know. Whole back stuff, little side story on this is funny because I never really heard my grandpa or my dad say um. <laughs> I never heard them say um. Like that's how like natural well speakers, yeah, like well spoken they are. And I'm like, because I was I remember one time I was with my dad. He had to just, you know speak some words with some of the family, and I was listening to him the whole time. Like he wasn't like um or uh like. Mm-hmm. He like he was just one thing. I was like, man, this guy's yeah. I was like, this guy's good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was something that really uh, stood out to me when I when I was growing up is noticing like how well spoken they were. And when it came to me, I count. I really come from too with a lot of family that are really into poetry and writing. Uh, my brother Richard is a rapper. And he made a lot of music growing up. And then my brother Steven, he has a, he, he used to journal a lot and he used to write a lot too. Same thing. He was really good at his words. And then my brother Horace, same thing, good with words. And then when I first got my first journal when I was 12 years old, yeah, it was just, it just kind of flowed naturally. But when I came here to IBC, yeah, I really never told anybody that I was doing like poetry and you know writing rhymes and all that. Mm-hmm. I just kind of kept it to myself, and I decided to share it with uh, you know J-Man, J-Man, mm-hmm. Josh Manning. Shared some poetry with him, and he was he was kind of blown away. Like, well, you wrote all that? I was like, yeah. And I just and from there on, I, you know, I, I, that's when. You know Jacob James mm. when he came around. Jake the Snake. Yeah, <laughs> Jacob James came here to IBC, and I gotta give him credit too because in in all seriousness, yeah, he did help me get some confidence, you know, to put put it into music, and mm. so that's when I started making music. And as lately though, it just hasn't haven't been haven't been able to find like the right beats or. It's just not the right moment to make music, and so I feel you like how you say you have your, you know, 
painting block or, you know, writer's block. I had the same thing here. I just can't get things to come out. But through all that, though, yeah, it just came from my background because even goes even further back to, you know, Chief Joseph of how good his words and how much wisdom he always had and the wisdom that he shared. So that is one thing, too, that I noticed that I really enjoy is I, I actually like people that are, like, public speaking. Mm-hmm. And I like to analyze and watch and observe how people speak when they're publicly speaking. Nice. So I watch you all the time, Michael. <laughs> you know, it's a Christian comedy, bro. You got to do it. I'm trying to Maybe one day. That one all day. Made, that make sense? Um, yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, yeah. yeah. you, though? Uh, for me, so I... So my family... Um, so I was in foster care system when I was younger. And through that, some of the families I stayed with and with my family, too... Um, art is just everywhere. Like in a native context, you know, you have people who are doing crazy things, you know, always pushing the boundaries of art. You know, you mm-hmm. in the beginning, you know, you had paintings, you know, carvings, uh, you know, sketches, drawings, you know, um, beadwork, you know, was another big thing. Um, weaving, you know, like whether it's, you know, clothes, you know, like uh what do you call it? Native, uh, native regalia, you know, like, you know, clothing, you know, all that stuff. Like even, you know, even just like, like, like just how crazy it is, you know, back then, like it almost seemed like it was like easy for someone to do. And like, it almost like, it was so common, you know, that to make clothes, but now these days, you know, like it's the skills like slowly going away and it's almost like, you know, like crazy how people are, you know, like, oh, you can make, you know, you can make moccasins. Like, oh, that's cool. You know, like, you know, even just that, but like, you know, thousand, like in the beginning, like when, you know, native people were first, you know, I guess you could say young, like, you know, those were just common, like, oh, you can make moccasins. Like just the tone of it. But like now it's so different. And even then, like the, you know, like the introduction, of like silversmith and stuff like that you know be not beadwork but you know like making like uh, turquoise jewelry and stuff like that like all that stuff like nah, it's it's crazy just being you know being native and just being a part of that like artistic cult- culture um so for me you know my 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 parents uh, my dad you know he was a carver you know so he would carve things and paint had uncles who would, you know, do silversmithing, you know, they would do beadwork. They would, you know, work with leather, you know, make different things with it, you know, shoes, and they would weave belts, and they would weave, like, clothes and stuff like that. And I don't know, and uh, one foster family I did, they were really good at drawing, like, painting, like, man, like, they could do, like, the craziest things. It's like, you know, like, like... Uh, they will like you know like have like this thought process and let it flow and then one thing leads to another and they create this like this like giant piece like on this canvas that's a three feet by three feet and it's like so big and it's detailed and I'm like I'm like staring at it and I'm like I was like yeah six or seven years old and I'm like I want to do this and so that's usually that's where my journey started where I started kind of diving deep into it you know Got my first art set, pencils, uh, erasers, you know, everything I needed. You know, started out small. Uh, when I was in fifth grade, uh, there's a museum here at Flagstaff. I can't remember what it was called. 
not the museum you drink in. <laughs> yes. No, no, but there's a there's an art museum here in Flags Flagstaff, and I used to go there when I was in fifth grade with my foster parents, and I would actually sell my art there. So in total, I probably made like two hundred dollars worth of money <laughs> just drawing stuff and then submitting it to the to the art museum, and then they will auction it off and stuff like that. I think one of my I drew a sunflower with like some native designs and like stuff like that and you know making it look all cool and fancy and that was like my most uh the most money I've made cuz it sold for like I think almost close to $100. Mm. It was a bid started off at 25 and I think somebody bought it for 90 something. So it was almost $100 but yeah, still, still like that's yeah, yeah, I was like one of like greatest moment. I bought a scooter and that was a bad decision <laughs> because the living on Hopi Reservation, like there's no, there's just dirt. As a, a scooter was a bad choice. <laughs> I, was like, right. yeah. I was like, it was like the worst. It was, I was just, yeah, I never had a hundred dollars in my life yeah. and I bought something dumb. <laughs> that became. Go, I thought you said, I thought you were going to say it got stolen or something. No, I was, like, <laughs> I was like, that's when I realized I had bad spending habits. Yeah. <laughs> scooter and yeah. dirt, that's crazy. Yeah, I was not, I didn't think that through. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's um, that's kind of how it started for me. Uh, but I took a break. I think um, as some like same thing. Like well, most people start off. When you start off, you're not that great at what you do, mm-hmm. and confidence is one of the key factors in what keeps you going. And sometimes your confidence may be uh, what do you call it uh, uh, challenged a bit. I guess either whether it's yourself or somebody else. You know, family members can be really mean, yeah. and so like. You know, confidence, yeah, well, is really, you know, some of the driving forces in what you do, your art and your passion. And so for me, I had a bad run-in when, you know, I uh, found out, like, through some people were like, oh, like, your art kind of sucks, <laughs> is what they said. And after that, I just destroyed it. And I was like, okay, I don't want to do this. Like, I was like, yeah, and I took a break, and it was a, it was a long break. But I would say, yeah, when I turned 18, I kind of picked it up again, so, like, it's not the best, and I admit that, but, you know, I'm working towards it. Eventually, my goal my goal before I turn a certain age number um, is to paint something on those. If you ever go to Hobby Lobby, they have, like, those four-foot or five-foot by six-foot um, yeah. canvas things, and my goal is to eventually paint something on that. Like, I want it to be, like, something sweet. <laughs> so I'm basically growing my skills, so I, that will be my final test. Mm. And then I'll quit. Not scared. No, I'm going to keep retiring. Yeah. Yeah. Hang it up. Yeah. So um, I'm not sure how much time we have here, but I have two questions. If we get to the last one, cool. But if not, like that's that's fine. But the next question is, uh, I guess, who was their main, if you had somebody, but like who was like the main uh, role model or somebody you looked up to within your realm of like what you do? Oh, I guess you kind of mentioned it already, but like, you know, I guess uh, um, just, I guess, well, I guess you kind of answered it, I guess. So. No, I was like, just to add to it though. Oh yeah, I guess if you yeah, have add to it, if you yeah, have done. add to it is. Angle, I actually there was a. At the time, I never really listened to it, but you know, I was a kid and didn't know what my brother was talking about in the song. But uh, there was actually a song where he called it "It's All Good," mm-hmm. and um, it kind of gave you a. It gives you that song is giving you a picture of what it was really like and what he was seeing in the household. Mm-hmm. Uh, his door was closed. He started like in the first verse. He started rapping about my brother uh, Stephen. You know, basically encouraging him to keep doing what you're doing, and 
that he was basically like he was just talking to him. And then in the second verse, he was talking about my brother Horace, you know, to keep growing, to keep uh, working on your skills because, you know, he was very athletic, so he was really good with football and weightlifting. So my brother Richard was encouraging him to do that. And then when he came to me, he started talking about encouraging me to keep my head in the books and to really stay on track and not to follow his steps that he took and kind of just that older brother, you know, point of view, like, yes, I did wrong, I did terrible on some things, but it's all good, you know, we're still here. I can find ways to grow from this. And it was a pretty, it was actually mind-blowing when I listened to that song. I just randomly ran into it one time. I was listening to it. I was, like, going down memory lane. And that kind of writing is what I like, is just hearing people's point of view, hearing people, like, getting their perspective of what they really just see. And they just put it into a song form, poetry form, and just those kind of stories, and you know, I think it's just a natural thing for natives. Natives love stories, and that's one thing I am really into as well. Is I love sharing stories because you know, native native ways, native teachings. There's always teachings through sto- teachings through stories. So yeah, so yeah, I I would say my brother, and then uh, another guy named Bill Picard. He writes a lot of poetry. He was the one that gave me the idea to uh, to make a page for sharing poetry. So like Will the Poet or if you're on Facebook, it's William Maxwell's poems. Uh, Bill Picard, he's the one that gave, generated that idea. Like this is how I share my stuff out. And I haven't been as active with it, but usually... I gotta be to be really honest. I probably have like over six hundred poems. Dang, maybe seven hundred. Let me let me actually double check. That's crazy. Yeah, I have a lot of poems, and a lot of them were, you know, just written and just they. Not all of them are like crazy long. I can't. That would be crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Six hundred and fifty-two. Dang, dang. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, like again, who are you, David? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Six hundred yeah, psalms. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, By will. Yeah, you never know if there's another Bible out there. <laughs> God, hope it's me. <laughs> yeah. So again, they're they're just poems of whatever happened today or whatever. Like say, like something happened, and I just write it down. And some of them are just simple, but some of them are really deep, emotional. Some are very joyful, so, you know, mm-hmm. literally like Psalm, you know, David. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just all over the place, but, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, for me, yeah, I, I mentioned it, yeah, it was just, you know, uncles, my dad, um, foster families that I was a part of that were really into it. Um, so, yeah, those are people who, you know, I... I wouldn't say I look up to them as like, you know, like the people, but, but what they did with their art is like, it's just crazy. Like how, you know, just amazing how some people have like these gifts and what they do with it and stuff. And um, 
you know, one thing for me that's sad is like usually when, you know, the side effects of like drug abuse or, or alcoholic or alcohol like really take effect on people who have such gifts because then it just goes down like you know you see it like man like when you're when they were like in their prime i guess you know they're doing wonderful crazy things with it but as the years go by and you know these things take over and they stop doing it or when they do do it it's like not what they used to be and it's just sad because like man like they they had a gift and they didn't take care of it, I guess you could say, and kind of just withered away. But yeah, um, so, you know, the last question, I guess, is, uh, uh, I guess, can mix, mixture of both, like, to my last two questions is uh, basically, like, how, like, how have you been able to use this gift, not only, like, in helping others, but, like, I guess, in terms of, like, ministry-wise, like, how is that? How is this, how is your gift, your your passion for what you do aided you in, you know, building relationships with other people or helping people or even just, you know, glorifying God? And the last one is like, I guess, any encouragement or advice that you can you can give to me, not them. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, one thing that people are, you know, is, you know, one of uh, my classmates that I started IBC with, as these are her words, as she says, as she says, don't be a gift hoarder. Mm-hmm. Say, so stop hoarding your gifts. <laughs> You're being stingy. <laughs> and I think for me, I think again, it goes back to the whole, you know, self confidence or just not feeling it, or because that's the reason why you know God, you know, because God did create us. God is creative, but through you know, God has gifted gifted us each and one of us with creativity. Mm-hmm. You know, like for you know, he talk we're talking about two different styles of art that just blows my mind because you know I'm on that side of like in awe and shock of when I look at people's paintings or drawings. Even if it's just a tree, I'm like, dude, that's crazy. And it's like, that's how you—that's how you looked at the tree, you know. It's yeah. like, you see, you're painting what you just saw in your mind, and you're just drawing it out. And I'm like, bro, that's crazy. But I would just want to say that you know, for me, as that I, I'm still learning, I'm still trying to find ways of working on my craft and growing it by writing and a lot of that is through journaling it's just writing words 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 and just to remember though that your gift whatever God has gifted you with I encourage you and this is speaking to myself as well to keep sharing that gift because your gift can really encourage and bless the people around you so and that's something that I'm Still, again, I'm still learning and processing and just trying to find the right inspiration because, yeah, sometimes it's hard to, like, I'm I'm pretty sure you could say the same thing about when you're working on a drawing something and it feels forced, like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like it's coming natural and I was like, you scrap it or you just put it aside, like, unfinished art, you know, (laughs) so it's the same thing with music and, like, there's a lot of songs that I actually have right now on my hard drive that just has one verse, you know, like nothing's finished. So 
just to remember though, that, yeah, you know, don't be a, as my as my friend Jamie has her name. Jamie says, "Don't be a gift hoarder," and it's, it's you know it's a gift, and God blessed you with the gift, and it can bless others with that too. So yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, he's like none of us are never Shout out to the Navos. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, it's. Uh, I've been trying to be like more open. Like I said, like I've like confidence wise, you know, like back then it really destroyed destroyed me because you know I was young. I was like still still growing. Yeah, it's a little puppy. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, now like, you know, still trying to branch out more and let people in, I guess, on my creativity and really just show them what, what I got cooking. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, with my family, like I you know, I've done I've we've done art night. Uh we've tried uh it's uh before coming back to IBC, you know, I, I did try to we did have art night in my family. So every, I think, Thursday or Friday night, you know, we would turn off the TV, you know, well, Wi-Fi would go off and everything, go to the living room, and we would pull out, like, like something that you enjoyed doing, you know, like um, like like sketching, drawing, painting, or playing with the clay that we bought, or even just, like, cutting out some stuff and, like, gluing things together. You know, we would try to have an art night so that way, you know, it's something that we can all do together as a family. Um and like and that was really fun, you know, and so it's something that I want to continue doing. But also, you know, uh if somebody out like somebody uh you know wants to do some some cool stuff with like colors and stuff, like like once I guess I could say like I get to a certain level, like I'd be more than willing to you know, help them dive into their creativity because you know, it everybody's everybody's gotta start, you know, like we all start from from something small, you know, it's, it's not the best, you know, we're not prodigies when we started the first time, you know, it takes practice and takes skills, you know, you know, one thing that I love at IBC are like, yeah, at IBC that I've been, uh, had an opportunity to, to do is piano. Like I've always wanted to learn an instrument and I picked piano and I was just really drawn to it. And I've, I've seen, you know, my, my God gift in that, like, like how, like I'm really catching on to piano and you know like now like it I, I enjoy it it's it's really cool just seeing um I guess seeing how far I've come but you know wanting to share that with my siblings and you know wanting to uh go back out home sometime and maybe even play for my church out on Hopi cuz you know like we we sing hymns and it's just our voices and I love that but be really cool at least maybe one one service to add music a piano to that yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. like so yeah that's kind of one of the things that i i have going on with that but mm-hmm. um in terms of advice i would say you know i would say if, if you do have like those feelings of like like your confidence is going down or maybe even feel like quitting like don't do that mm-hmm. <laughs> better don't yeah don't <laughs> no, i was don't like i would that. say just take a break but don't quit you know like like or even even if you're not feeling the creative likeness of what you're doing or the passions kind of seems like it's failing out, you know. Like I would say, um, yeah, I would say like yeah, it's like take a break, but like yeah, don't quit, you know. Like because I took a break for almost like six years <laughs> before I picked up a pencil and started doodle, yeah. doodling and sketching and stuff like that. And you know, sometimes I think about how far I could have been, but then I'm really glad where I am now because I feel like. 
I would have had a lot of pride. <laughs> like, <laughs> but now like it's like I'm humbled enough where my art's like, <laughs> but still, yeah, like, or even just let people in on it, you know, like um, as you know, Will was saying, don't hoard it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like allow people in in on your life, you know, those who you're close to, you know, let them, you know, be a part of this 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 journey that you're doing, a part of your your talent, or even just sharing that with them, or even bringing somebody alongside you, you know. Finding somebody who can do this with, um, yeah, it's kind of what I got. Yeah, that made made me think of uh, this quick comment here. Is I remember uh, it was when I came back from when I took a semester off and came here, came back to IBC. It was funny because uh, I made a whole like a whole manual. I made a whole mixtape in like two and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. I was like, I wish I can do that again. I can't. It's like, I don't know how I did it, but it just came out naturally. But then it was funny. It was one of the guys that was here at the time because I was telling him and I told him my whole concept and we listened to the whole mixtape together and just kind of giving him a backstory of each song and he was actually blown away by it and it was funny at the end I told him, I was like, yeah, it's like even before this, I struggled with writing and all that. And he was like, yeah, because he had to go through the valley first. Mm. I was like, mm. <laughs> Got to be hurt to write something there. <laughs> so that makes sense. I was like, that's, that's true. You never know. It can just be a valley or season that you're in. And when that season ends, and yeah, it's going to come naturally. You know, so that's what you meant by that. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so. yeah cause like I have some paintings that I... I started, but I didn't finish because I'm like, I don't, I just couldn't do it. Yeah. And it's funny because we still have it. It's hanging in our bathroom at my apart, our, our apartment. <laughs> and I look at it every time I go and I was like, I should really finish this. But at the same time, I like, I kind of want to leave it like that, like leave it unfinished. Mm. Because like for me, it's like, it's this nice reminder of like this time I was in where like nothing was going good and everything was just going like left rather than going right. And like, you know, I tried to force this painting out and it just wasn't going. Things were not going the way I wanted to. Colors were not mixing. But, you know, as I look at it now, I'm like, dang, like I was at a hard time. But then now I look at it, I'm like, this is actually beautiful. <laughs> I was like, and you can just see like the struggle and the hurt that I was going through right there in our bathroom. So, <laughs> dang, that's deep. Dang, that's, that's, um, that's what I think of that when you say that is like you're looking at it as, you can see a maturity and this mm-hmm. thing, how much you've grown, and then like kind of like a reflection and almost you can mm-hmm. say, yeah, that's, that's that's cool. But yeah, man, I just want to say thank you, Big Mike, because mm-hmm. uh, if yeah. it was just me on here, it would have been just updates and it would sort of been a <laughs> five minute podcast, <laughs> five minute crafts. Yeah, <laughs> so it was just five minutes, but we're at an hour. Nice. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I had to put a timer on this guy. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, it's just just be aware though. There's going to be more updates coming soon. Um, again, I just again wanted to update you guys about what's been going on with the school and you know, it's college life. You know, homework, studies. The the students also have CSAs, ministries, and work. So it's and excuses. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, I ain't gonna say it, but you said no, <laughs> but uh, it, it gets it could get pretty hectic sometimes, just overwhelming. So, 
Pray for the school. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Just pray for the school. And just, yeah, just pray for the students. And just wanted to update you guys on what's been going on and all that stuff. So, yeah. Well, good. Oh, my thing was just that. Uh, Final words, Big Mike. Oh, uh, yeah. One thing's like, I haven't seen the numbers, but, uh, you know, I, I mentioned last time that, you know, Uncle Neff is coming to a close, but, you know, like, um, I have a lot of free time. <laughs> so, like, if the numbers are good, like, I'm willing to push it another two, three more episodes. But, yeah, just, just a reminder. Yeah, like, Uncle Neff so will we'll be signing off pretty soon, too. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, Uncle Neff is a good segment. <laughs> so, yep, that's all I got. Peace. All right, yeah. See you all okay. later. Go in there. Toss a cat in. Yeah. <laughs>